Hey everybody, before we start the episode, I want to give a shout out to some of our patrons on Patreon helping to support this network and helping us to grow our brand. I want to thank you, Thomas Nostar, you, Kevin Mullen, C. Ryan Wagner, and Karjan McGill. I apologize if I pronounced that incorrectly. Thanks guys, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. We are other side now. Other side, but new episode. I am Cody Bayer. I'm Max Vader. I'm Andrew Erickson. And we have guests, special guests. For the looking at of the season overview, say name, special guest. And I'm Liam Williams. It's our editor who got the job on her merits. <laughs> just not her writing merits. I'm just kidding. You're a fantastic writer. Uh, so we're going to go right started into the season. It's, we're we're going to continue the season, but first... We got we got bitch about something that's kind of become a tradition here, because cancer. Um, as you folks may know, if if you've been listening, um, currently, One Piece has turned to shit. Um, a series that has been great for years and just got off of a fantastic run of multiple fantastic plot lines, just nosedived into hell, and. We said before when we when we kind of ranted about it for like hours. Um, it, we it was worth following just to see how far the rabbit hole went. Like how much worse can it get? Turns I don't know out, what you're talking about. These most recent villains are just so subtle and complex, <laughs> and, um, and their and their their personalities are so multi-layered like you can't really tell if they're outright villains or if they're like anti-heroes maybe. <laughs> I detect sarcasm in your voice no why would that be <laughs> I'm just trying to decode what Germa 66 is supposed to mean <laughs> it's so subtle <laughs> um so as we stated before uh, Sanji's family turned out to be the most transparent two-dimensional bad guy people that uh, the series has ever brought us. Well apparently um, Oda felt that we didn't get the message enough that these were bad guys. So when we see their like meeting room, dining room whatever the fuck that was supposed to be, it's um well they're a Nazis. There are basically gigantic Nazi banners. There is the basically the uh, war flag of the Reich in the background. There's a gigantic demon's black demon skull throne with an equally gigantic eagle emblem thing, which has skulls on it that have a lightning bolt going through it. Because I guess Oda really wanted to put the SS into Super Sentai. <laughs> What gets me is that one time in the SBS, Oda said that Sanji would be French. His whole family is Nazis. Uh, oh, Sanji, no. Well, supposedly there was in uh, there was an illegitimate French son of Hitler. Sanji, no. <laughs> and and but just in case, still, 
still, you're like, mm, I don't know. I mean, this is the most blatant Nazi imagery I've ever seen. Like, remember how we joked that the the the, uh, the Quincy's in Bleach were like basically very Nazis to the point where um, Uhavox elites were called the Schutzstaffel, whatever it is. I'm sorry, I'm not German. They 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 were they were the SS. It's the same title. Um, this was still more blatant. Like, forget the fact that living in the Nazi fortress. That's still not enough, so we have to have a sequence where they're all eating, and of course, as we know, food is very important to Sanji, because, you know, the whole almost starve became a cook because he values food and all that stuff. So, of course, we have a scene where one of his brothers, the second strongest one, Niji, number two, and, and by the way, now they, they on their uh, specific seats, they even have their numbers on it, just in case you didn't get the joke of their name. Even as kids, they all have t-shirts with their numbers on them. Um... So, so Niji, he's eating something. He's like, I don't like this food. It's mashed potatoes. I don't like mashed potatoes. And he starts wasting it, and Sanji gets mad. And he calls in this cook lady. And, of course, cook lady, she's a very nice and meek girl. And he's like, you made shitty food. I'm going to throw this plate at you. And Sanji, of course, stops the plate. And he's talking shit to his brother. And, and of course, the, the food lands on the floor. And he eats the food off the floor and compliments the girl, despite the fact that Oda, you did that already at the beginning of this fucking manga slash anime slash whatever, with the whole thing with Zoro and the rice balls, you did that already. You did the eating the food off the floor, be, you know, saying it's complimenting the girl. By the way, another girl who also had little pigtail things that made it. So he did the same thing he did at the beginning of the fucking series. No, no, it's a callback. You see, it's meaningful. Fuck. You know how you told me, like, One Piece has these really good filler arcs? Well, I have one really good filler arc. Uh, well, I'm just thinking... That's still amazing for anime. This is the second filler arc that's... Okay, it's not so good. You know, I had to catch up one day on them. (laughs) No, this is not... This is real. Are you sure, though? It burns... I'm still surprised at this chapter because I'm thinking it can't get worse. It can't get worse than it's been. And Oda said, fuck you, here's some Nazis. It's not even subtle about the Nazis. It's got the fucking German cross behind the giant eagle that's behind the skull throne (laughs) surrounded by the Nazi banners. Don't forget that the skull throne also has horns. Yeah, and it's black. There are... There are, there is shit in deviant art more subtle than this. <laughs> yeah, and and of course, like as if all of that wasn't enough, you know, like uh, fucking his douchebag father. Not only he's like, ah, he's like I'm gonna blow your hands off if you don't do this marriage. He's like. Yeah, so you you're not acting like a proper royal because you know proper royal people are supposed to have contempt for the lower classes. So here, let me threaten your adoptive father that if you don't want to go through this as marriage, we're gonna kill him because of Big Mom's big spooky intelligence network. <laughs> Which only seems to be not Doctor Eggman. Like every time someone gets filled in on the info, it's that guy. Do you get it that they're bad yet? 
And then, of course, later, Sanji finds out that, like, the servant girl had had the shit beaten out of her by fucking Niji. And it's like, oh, Sanji, that's your fault, because you had to be rebellious. So do they ever do the salute? Not yet. Not, not Give yet. Give them time. Because Germa 66. Germa. Fuck you. Okay, no, I just realized what Oda's doing. Fuck you, Oda. Fuck you. Fuck you. I just got what he's doing. I just got what he's doing. Because, the, the, you know, we're going to fight Big Mom now, and then we fight, you know, we get to the fight with uh, Kaido. It's the mm. Axis powers. Because Kaido's operating in One Piece Japan. Oh it's, my god. It's the fucking Axis powers. Axis. Axis Peace Italia. <laughs> this is Germany, then Japan, and whoever the, th- the. And I guarantee Blackbeard is operating out of fucking New World Italy. But, but that doesn't even work because. Italy and Japan got their shit pushed in. <laughs> so how how can it be that like the the German equivalent they're they're the ones who are essentially like the unimpressive weaklings? Because may I remind you, Sanji fought completely evenly with their strongest fighter, which is his father. He probably could have beaten him. Well, it's probably going to reveal that like his father didn't use his super special thing in that fight. He's got a super special thing. Cause yeah, but there was probably going to be like another technological gimmick. All his father really is is basically a more technologically advanced version of Don, Don Kree. God damn it, you're right. Fuck. Yeah, like as a character, he's a weakling. The only thing that gives him like any sort of strength is all the gimmicks that he has. If he didn't have those, Sanji would have kicked his ass. I guarantee those. And even some... with them, he would have kicked it's his ass. It's going to be some bullshit, just like it did with Cracker. I didn't think... Biscuit powers could be topped. But then we got Nazis. And of course they're cloning their own super soldiers. Probably done by Not Mengele. Mm. Now I have to read the next chapter. I need to know yeah, I if know. it gets worse. This, this For is, instance, since I, we have a guy with the biscuit powers, is somebody in Germa 66's army going to have oven powers? Well, no, because the biscuit powers is in Big Mom's group, which has the sweets and food theme. So I guarantee all her other, like, um, top bosses, like Cracker, are going to have some dumb food power. Unf- unfortunately, like, the, the the gas power is already given to Caesar Clown. So <laughs> well, yeah, but Big Mom's got Caesar Clown working for him now. Yeah. Or Still, it's easy to forget with Big Mom. Yeah. Not to mention, these guys probably don't have devil fruits in order to contrast this whole thing, but it's like, oh, they got all these technology gimmicks. Or alternatively, maybe like uh, Sanji's father has like a devil, devil fruit. No, n- yeah, they're going to have technology gimmicks. You know why? You know why they're going to have fucking technology gimmicks? You know why? German engineering. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and all the super weapons they try to create. He has the six six fruit. <laughs> It's just gonna be fucking. It's it's just it's gonna take Strollheim and suck all the life out of him, and there you got Sanji's family. Oh God! You know the really funny thing about this too. 
is that the more Oda really obsessively tries to make us hate these characters, the more I feel like I absolutely have to root for them now out of spite. <laughs> it's like, yeah, God, I hope they kick Luffy's ass. I, because look at what fucking losers they're up against. I, I hate them on the grounds that I'm stuck with them. Like, I want them to go away. I want them to get one-shotted in, like, one fight. I'm going to get upset if anyone fights them and they win. It's like, God damn it! Now we're stuck with them for longer! Yeah, but what is what is worse, though? Like, Big Mom or the Germans? There's no choosing! <laughs> See, what do you want? Huge disappointment or stupid? You stupid or stupid? It's two different flavors of stupid. Which one you want more? I think I might like the Germans a little better. At least more effort was put into their designs. Dumb as they are, at least effort is visible. Yeah. No effort was put into Big Mom's design, power, anything. At least which, effort which is, was put which into is Germans. It's funny that they have better designs because they're respectively uh, douche Sanji, sunglasses Sanji, uh, headphones Sanji, well, no, and no, Sanji. Ichiji just looks like Sanji, like Pokemon ev- evolution stage. <laughs> he just looks like Sanji's evolution. It's just Sanji, but he's got more. Like the, the little thing goes over his hair. He's got like two, like two more that spike up, and he's got more elaborate outfit and a cape. And it's like even his cur- eyebrow curls the same way, and it's got over the same. Way. It's East Sanji's Pokemon evolution. It's I and, and that's still a whole family of Sanji derivatives. <laughs> still more creative of designs than fucking Big Mom. At least at least there's design and flair and effort. But at least as stupid as their Nazi courtroom thing was, at least. Effort was put into designing it. Did you see Big Mom's throne room? You remember what that looks like? No, you don't, because it's fucking unremarkable. It's big, just Big, big Mom lo- looks less like a character design and more like some sort of Andrew Dobson inflation comic. It looks like a fucking extra from early in the series. <laughs> she looks like she's fucking related to Miss Merry Christmas. Or Alvida. Yeah, it's fucking. Ugh. <laughs> I think he just kind of went through all previous things that came up and kind of did, like, a remix of his own comic. Like, okay, how do I get nothing original? Okay, I'm this is this my original here. character, Blanji. Change this like this. Baby, I have to cut you off because, Andrew, you're not far off because one of the brothers' name is Yonji. Oh, no. <laughs> you were two letters off. Well, they all have G in their names because apparently their father is a moron and can't name children anything other than zero, one, two, three, four. Well, his father wasn't much of a name because Sanji's father's name is just Judge. Dread or Doom? Neither. It's Mr. Judge. Also, if 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 like all of this shit is supposed to be like callbacks to better stuff, does that mean the German sixty six are like shitty baroque work? <laughs> I think they might be. Like, uh, I mean, they were. Oh wait, you know what, Oda? I'll give you this. I will give you this because it just hit me. This is clever. This is a good callback. I don't know how long you had this in mind. Do you remember in the baroque work saga? What Sanji called himself when he was on the phone with Crocodile. Mr. Prince. Mr. Prince. 
Oda Yuki uh, I'll give you that one. That's if you met if you didn't have this in mind, that is some A plus level I don't know there needs to be a word, like a term for if you make something up but you make it up in a way to make it look like you thought of it beforehand. Like technically you just pulled this out of your ass, but no one will ever know because you fit it in so nicely. It's gotta be a name for that. So either way, whether he had planned for it or not, I'll give it to him. That was good foreshadowing. But yeah, but I hate this arc. I eat it. I just want this. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I I not even kidding. I have after reading that, I went back and watched like clips of the Funimation double One Piece stuff I hadn't seen because I need to be reminded of the fact that I do like this series because it was getting to the point where I was starting to feel like I'm hating One Piece it's like no I like this series I have several pieces of One Piece merchandise around this room like I I do like this series but this arc is so bad that I'm I'm hating it you just needed to relieve yourself from the shitty arc fatigue by posting very deep and meaningful song lyrics next to One Piece pictures. <laughs> I don't know if anybody saw that on our Twitter. Uh, we saw a uh, another um, Anna Twitter faggot. Yes. Um, apparently, he was like catching up on One Piece, and he got to the end. And he decided to uh, celebrate it with the most pretentious and hilariously stupid tweet. By now, now, this this already sounds like something like a 13 year old would do. You know, this guy's apparently a grown man. Where he posted a picture of Shanks from the newest chapter, it was like the cover, to some song lyrics. He chose what was it November Rain, that the worst Guns N' Roses song, the one that nobody likes. Yeah, that one. Yeah. So we thought that was so funny. We decided to um, post a shitload of One Piece pictures with song lyrics on the Anime Outsiders Twitter. If anybody has not seen that. We need to do more of those. If anybody has not seen that, go head over to the Anime Outsiders Twitter. And if you want to see more shit like that, follow us on Twitter because at twitter.com slash anime outsiders because we do shit like that a lot. We'll just get in our head an idea of something funny and then we have a day of it. Like our 9-11 tributes. I was about to say, happy 9-11 day. <laughs> um, so yeah. Brought to you by the magic of the Hetalia fandom. <laughs> and others, because then we like moved on from Hetalia to other shit, and it was glorious. Holy shit. Y'all also, need... side note that some Hetalia fan brats actually literally not only dressed up like Germany and so on, but also then did the Nazi salute in front of like a Holocaust, Jewish Holocaust museum. Oh, God, oh I remember God. that. I remember that. Fuck. Ugh. Yeah, so because that's where you want to go for your cosplay photo shoot. But it's so funny, so funny. No. So yeah, um, yeah, I had to, I had to go watch old clips. I even watched a few old episodes. Remind me how good this show can be. And by the way, Funimation's dub. Goddamn, they are knocking that shit out of the park. It's, I, everybody, everybody that they have in that company that's any good, they're putting on One Piece. God fucking damn. Like, even some voices I hadn't heard before, hadn't heard in a while, kind of forgot what they sounded like. Man, they're nailing that casting. Like, there is no... Okay, no, there's one voice that sucks, and it's Jimbei. I don't know who they got for Jimbei, but he can't act worth a damn. I understand Jimbei's not exactly a very exciting character, doesn't have a lot of good lines to play off of, but goddamn. And it, and it really contrasts when everybody else is killing it. 
Like, you, this is, like a bunch of people at the uh, the Whitebeard War are reacting to stuff, and they're all selling it. Like, oh my god, I can't believe this thing just happened. I am legitimately sounding surprised and amazed at this thing. I can't believe the series is so terrible. <laughs> Like, and, and oh then, my like, god, you see Whitebeard, he sucks so much. He's like, Whitebeard, I can't believe it. Oh my god. And then cut to Jinbei, he's like, That was so amazing! I can't believe it! Like, what the fuck? Who is that guy? Is that an intern? <laughs> Fire him. Like, they got the dude, the dude that plays Kizaru is amazing. It's actually the guy that played the dude from Cromarty with the big afro, who's always talking about comedy. It's like one of the best characters. And it's the same dude. And he kills it! And then even the fucking the people playing the faggots on Whitebeard's crew are fucking knocking it out of the park. Mm-hmm. And then when Crocodile comes back, I don't know what John Swayze did. He was like, you know what? I did a pretty good job in Alabaster, but I'm just, I, I feel like I got something to prove. And he's just killing even more than he did before. I was fucking amazed. Like, dude, yes! And then fucking cuts to Jim May. I'm Mr. Luffy. I will help you. God damn it. God damn it. Is it. You know what it is? You know what it is? It's the ghost of four kids. Is is speaking through Jimbei. <laughs> They're just racist against fish people, so they cast the horse person. It's the price they had to pay for the license. <laughs> they, had to, they had to let the licensor's son voice a role. Yeah, yeah they just made a Faustian bargain with four kids. <laughs> it's, and that's like everything Jimbei says with the I am Jimbei! I am looking like this now. You just gotta watch out that Jimbe doesn't dispose of any villains in ocean toilets. <laughs> Crocodile, I hear your power is very much like a desert toilet. What are you talking about? Why are you talking to me? Go away. I never said that. <laughs> Go away. I never asked for this. <laughs> It's kind of funny because at certain points in that arc in the English dub, he does kind of sound like Adam Jensen a little bit. <laughs> He's got that kind of little thing. I'm not. I'm not taking any more of your crap. Also, is a he kills the white beard. You're a disgrace. Line, which is all I wanted. <laughs> you just hear that in English with Crocodile saying, "You're dis- You're not. Oh no. He they they, they localizes to an even better line. Just get, get a little, got a little fanboy injection there, and I was happy with One Piece again. He's like, "You're not worth my time anymore, old man." Like, mm, feels good in my veins. And then everything was good again. I, 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 I remember why I liked One Piece. I just had to step away from this horrible. And then arc. the Power Rangers Nazi. <laughs> no, let, let me be happy. It is like becoming at this point like Cody's personal creepypasta. Like he just reads One Piece and then suddenly like a hyper realistic Vince Smoke family pops up in the office. <laughs> And he's just reading Alabasta, and suddenly Crocodile starts morphing into the uh, fucking judge. <laughs> this is what I have to do now. I think I've got a good routine in order to keep myself... To, so I can remember that I do love this series. I just hate this art. You know what it feels like? It feels like a, a beloved family member just got addicted to drugs and started stealing from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, we were, and you were close to that family member. It's like, we spent all this time together, had all these great memories. What's happened to you? And now you're like dealing with their shit because they won't go to rehab. <laughs> so basically, although like we we know pretty much, it's like a foregone conclusion that when, when this shit with Kaido starts, that's going to be good. That's like a foregone conclusion at this point. Kaido is going to be good. 
So you, try like, to, you try to have an intervention for them, and you find out they have Nazi flags and Reich seagulls all over their walls. <laughs> no, you don't understand. I just fell in with some guys that were hooking me up with my shit. I just made me put the stuff on my walls, and it's the only way they would ever come out of my house. Like, I feel like Kaido is going to be that family member's rehab. That's when they come cl- come out and come clean. It's like, I kicked the habit. I'm, I'm completely free of big mom and not Nazis. I haven't, I haven't not Nazied in years. <laughs> so yeah, I really, uh, at least, uh, yeah, I think that's we, the whole... We can't, we can't wait until we're done with big mama's house. Yeah, I think that's the whole reason I'm even, haven't even just given it up and, and cast it aside as shit, because I know this is going to end, and I know good things are coming when it's over. But like, if I would, re- if anybody's looking to get into One Piece, I'd just say this: read slow. You, you, you have, because there's nothing really waiting for you at the end except crap. And Nazis. <laughs> it's arcs and Nazi. <laughs> All right, now that we've should bitched, have just not killed off Monet and made the entire arc about her instead. <laughs> should have not killed off Doflamingo and just made him the villain of this. Fucking arc stretched him out a little more instead Main of the character you mean. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking adventure the Don Don Quixote family. I've watched that shit. They're more interesting yeah. than these fucks. Alright, now that we've gotten the bitching out of the way, let's uh get Reich on along, I'm sorry. Uh to the season oh. Yeah, to the season. Uh we we left off after Natsume bullshit. Now we're starting yeah. off, and we're going to do the same thing, but because we have a guest, I'm not going to read any of them. So we're going to do, because I talk enough in these podcasts as it is. So we're going to do Max, then Andrew, then Leanne, which makes me laugh because of what I'm making my girlfriend read <laughs> first. <laughs> um, oh my god, Leanne, you're getting saddled with a lot of the faggoty shit. That's funny. You, you planned this. <laughs> You'd think. See, I'm like Oda. You'd think I planned it all along, but I literally just came up with it. <laughs> My only thing is I don't want to admit that autumn is coming along because I, we had just such a wonderful summer over here and I'm cold. It's like, no, no I don't want to read fall anime. Oh, That's n- fall. N- now you like the summer. Yeah. We'll miss bitching about the heat all the time. Now she likes the summer. Uh, so, Max, why don't you get started? Mm-hmm. With a occultic semicolon nine. <laughs> Column three. The quote unquote paranormal science story follows nine idiosyncratic individuals linked by the Chojo Kagaki Kirikiri Basara occult summary block run by the seventeen year old second high school student, goddammit, Yuta Gamon. Little incongruities that occur around these nine eventually lead to a larger, unimaginable event that may alter what is considered common sense in this world. Well, that sure sounds dumb. Oh, you forgot the alternate title is Nine Steins, Nine Gates, Nine Semicolons. (laughs) Either this is is connected to Steins Gate, or there's a fad of semicolons and colons and titles in in lieu of the space bar. It has to be connected somehow, because... That's the only series that uses that title format. Well, you never know. Anime likes to rip, rip shit other. off. Yeah. Emphasis on shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I don't know. I it doesn't seem like good or bad either way. It just seems like a thing. Watch it if you're into anime and you have to watch a shitload of anime. Alright, Andrew, what's next? Pokemon Sun and Moon. <laughs> Thank you, Cody. <laughs> anime featuring new Pokemon and new characters and in the story, Satoshi Ash will encounter Kapu Kokeko, a god who protects the Alola region. Ash will go to school in the series, and the series will follow his school activities as he aims to graduate. Ash Ash got his ass beat so bad in the last tournament he had to go back to school. And apparently, well, he never went there in the first place, so I guess he has to now do elementary school. And uh, I can only assume his last defeat was so crushing that it drove him insane because he is now making a retard face with a thousand-yard stare and doing a really bad... I, I just took a class at an anime convention JoJo pose. His Pikachu is having the same weird face. Hmm. Would actually be kind of funny if it evolved into a lot of Raichu. I just want to know what's up with Bondage Charizard. Oh, I thought that was wearing a tie. No, that's that's uh, Charizard as a vehicle. You can use uh, those to fly around in the game. That's 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 animal cruelty. Petey's going to have to make a controversial Flash game detailing this injustice. <laughs> Gods Among Us. You remember when we were talking about how bad Z- uh, Ash sucked? Somehow I'm reminded of that. <laughs> so, Leanne, won't you uh, give us the next one? Uh, oh, oh, sorry. I was just thinking an entire team of Rowlets, and I was entranced. <laughs> um, Shakunetsu no Takyo Musume. <laughs> Ever since their champion was defeated... The world of girls' junior high ping pong has been in turmoil. Oh boy, we all remember the girls' junior high ping pong debacle. This damn near tore this country apart. Well, apparently junior high has that booty and those tits, so... I don't know, maybe they put the wrong picture in. I don't remember that booty and those tits when I went to junior high. Kiori is the new smirking transfer student at our junior high, and she's ready to shake up girls' ping pong. Jesus Christ, look at the one in the lower right corner. Like, these are not breasts that junior high school students have. I think she's holding balls. I think she's holding something. No, no, uh, no, she's holding, like, a sign. So she can't be holding tits. Oh, yeah, those are tits. God, that's not how human biology works, you stupid. This is obviously for fucking... It's a loser show for loser people. Look, she jumps to hit a ping pong shot, which, you know, who jumps to hit a ping pong shot? And her clothes, her shirt is raising up from the from the gravity, her falling. Let's see see what else the studio has done. Oh, they did Black Bullet. Okay. <laughs> that explains everything. Oh, Black Bullet, you... I remember you. I... Apparently no one else does, though. That was like Flavor of the Month. It came and died. <laughs> remember we did a podcast on it because it was such a big thing? Yeah. I don't remember anymore. I don't remember anything about Black Bullet, except it was not Attack on Titan. Seriously, though, junior high ping pong, really? 
What's well, big fucking deal, man? I mean, Girls, junior high, ping pong. Look how intense they are. Some major shit. Okay, first of all, nobody cares about women's sports. <laughs> it's true. Because they're even more stupid and boring than men's sports. It's true. It, it, and you know what? I'll bet they're going to go to the finals, and the finals will have like a ridiculous arena with like a Yu-Gi-Oh type screen that displays the score and there will be it, it will be stupid this show guys we need to reevaluate our battle plan the opponents the other junior high opponents have tits even bigger than ours they're helping them hit the ping pong balls <laughs> is it gonna be like that one um Gosh, I forget what show it was, but where the bullet goes between her tits. High school. Oh, high school. Yeah. It, will the ping pong ball just fly and her tits just kind of swing out of the way? One of them doesn't even use like a uh, ping Racket. pong thingy. She just Battle. she just bats the balls back with her breasts. <laughs> Ugh, I don't even think FGB would make an episode of that because they're too young. So this show has no value. <laughs> And so, speaking of no value, <clears throat> what's our next show, Max? Show by Rock, double exclamation mark two. Season two of Show by Rock. Metropolis of Music, Midi City. <laughs> what? A kitty girl wearing gothic Lolita clothing named Sian is scouted by Mabel Arisogawa, the president of a music agency. From there, she meets Choo Choo, a pun of the sound that rabbits make. I'm pretty sure rabbits don't make the sound Choo Choo. It's probably the Japanese honor- onomatopoeia. The honors... Why do Japanese onomatopoeia never make any sense? The, the honor student rabbit girl, a net geek dog girl named Ritori from Retriever. I assume that's supposed to be neat instead. Well, either way. And an alien sheep girl named Moa. Together they form the band named Plasmagica and aim for the top of the world. However, the path there is long and tough and keeping in high spirits is important. By battling against other strange bands, Plasmagica slowly grows towards a top grade band. In the end, they'll become a band that forces the driving, becomes the driving force of Midi City's music industry. Maybe gonna be a music millionaire. Oh, they got a lot more confident right at the end there. But why is it in City? The whole soundtrack's going to sound like it came right out of Tim and Eric. I mean, that's kind of like if you made a show about video games named it after the Sega Nept... Oh, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but they didn't really do a good job with the four main characters. Okay, we got one with blonde hair. Then we got one with blue hair, one with purple hair, and one with pink hair. They did not spread out their color choices. Well, they had to go for all the stereotypes. No, yeah. like, usually you throw in, like, a green, you know, something, mix it up. They all look too similar. If it wasn't for the ears, I wouldn't know what to do. You never throw in a green for one of the... Pote- no, that's not true. There's been shows with green-haired waifus, but they're they're uncommon. Usually it's blue, pink... Black. You know, I I just googled this shit, like this series, and I found this this thumbnail from a video where a guy is apparently really hyped for this show. I'll bet 
He doesn't know what women feel like. Just, just look. Oh, what that's he looks almost like. as many exclamation points as Kajo. <laughs> just, just the first few seconds. Look, look at him. Oh no! I gotta see it now. No, no, you bastard! No, that's not a real person. No. <laughs> no. Tell us, Cody. Paint a picture with words. No. All right, All right I gotta look. I, I am going to be um. I'm going to be gracious, and I'm not going to give out his name. I'm going to say, though, that if you heard his name, you'd know that he is pure cancer. <laughs> he has also disabled ratings. Has he disabled comments? Um, nope, but he disabled ratings. Okay, imagine if you will. Uh, balding, yet, in, yet not in his 50s. Uh, I believe ginger or really light brown hair. Uh, Teeth that are just oh boy. Um, uh, I, I I don't think his genetics realize that that teeth are supposed to be arranged in a, in a pattern. Um, his are just all over the place. Um, beard, beard, um, beard. I uh, looks like mostly mutton chop beard. Um, like it's a big beard, but not like all the way. Um, and uh, he has a, a a tall head. It does not look human, and he is skinny. And I can I cannot emphasize this beard. It is it is a madman's beard. He also I, has a Patreon where he makes zero dollars. I gotta hear him talk. Oh boy, oh boy, oh that voice is uh, there's some autism going on there. I cannot express how hype I really, really am right now. Uh, boy. And uh, when he talks, I see more of those teeth. I don't think he has any tooth that is in its proper place. Oh, dear. Oh, I apparently... I really English either. According to one of the comments, he says at one point in the video that he thinks Show by Rock is better than One Punch Man. Oh. I am going to close this window now. Before I blow my fucking brains out. Okay. So, I don't think we're topping that. Uh, Andrew... One Punch Man? Yeah, why would you watch that piece of shit when you can watch whatever this is? <laughs> one Punch Man is clearly the inferior show. It only has one waifu. <laughs> uh, anime is just so much Yeah, and that's Saitama. <laughs> I thought it was Genos. Uh, alright. Andrew, what's next? Shimatsu no Izata. <clears throat> if I am promised to the princess, then I will fight for her sake. In 1939 CE, the imperialist nation of German... Oh, no. <laughs> Not another one. <laughs> Is this Sanji's work? Or Sanji's family's work? I don't know. That, I... that one guy there looks like his hair might be covering one eye. <laughs> in 1939 CE, the imperialist nation of Germania invaded a neighboring country. All at once, that war spread throughout Europe, and the era was dragged into a spiral. Wait, wait. Great... So Germania got it like a different name, so it's like not Germany's Germania, but we're still calling the rest of it Europe. That's a pointless name change. Then in 1940, Germania's attack turned towards the principality of Elastot. Oh, but that got a way country. different name. 
<laughs> a small Alps country abundant with beautiful water and greenery. So, so they're invading, what, not Switzerland now? What is that, this? Uh, am I going to have to fuck would they too? invade Switzerland? So, so What's they gonna, the point? So, so are they going to get attacked by the United States, the United Blades, or the, the, the Principality of Moniminan? So why why would you why the fuck would you invade Switzerland? What the fuck are the Nazis after in Switzerland? Like a renewable resource, a renewable source of really shitty chocolate. I think I, that I they decided they can't deal with Swiss German anymore. Yeah, but by the by the way, Switzerland, you can't do chocolate for shit. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm gonna check this out just to see what the hell is going on. <laughs> Like, See, check, I love like, the check it out and like research the... it now or watch it later. No, no, I'm gonna watch it when it debuts. <laughs> well, you'll probably forget about it. Let's be real. I, I... Well, yeah, but it's. <laughs> oh no, it starts in like two weeks, so maybe I will remember. I I, I uh, I'm putting my bet now that you'll forget it exists. I mean, we still need that Joker game review from you, and I submitted that. Leanne has it. Tell him, Leanne. He just submitted it. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. But. Okay, what did you have next? Uh, some other history thing? Because there is nothing to you, apparently, other than <laughs> being our history guy. Well, it's better than being the bad game guy. <laughs> we gave you something else, though. What was it that we said you should check out? I think it's on this list, isn't it? Am I, am I losing my mind? Am I a bad boy? I mean, you might be losing your mind as an aside from not remembering things. We can't guarantee it. Was this is it, true. Was it Luger Code? Yes. That was it. And so I guess you got you got two things. You you took this one on. You you brought this on yourself. All right, Leanne. Let let's let's enjoy the irony of 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 an attractive real world woman reading the description of this just supremely moe, dateless man garbage. Let's let us now drink in the the irony theater here. So Shin Shoujo Matoi. It is 2016. It's the current that. year. <laughs> <laughs> it's current year. Matoi Sumaragi, a second year junior high school student, works part time as a shrine maiden at Tenmen Shrine in the city of Kamaya. Ever since being separated from her mother in early childhood, Matoi has been entrusted to her grandparents on her father's side. But three months ago, she finally began to live with her father, Shingo. In those circumstances, she only wishes for a peaceful, normal life. Oh god, it's Kira! These kids are boring. Her oh close friend... Oh, you go... No, uh, no, I was just saying, oh god. N never trust anybody who just wants a quiet life. <laughs> I don't see their hands! <laughs> Her close friend and part-time workmate, Yuma Kusanagi, is part of the family of the shrine's chief priest and is a candidate to be the successor shrine maiden. For generations, her family has performed exorcisms of evil spirits. She invites Matoi to one of these exorcism ceremonies, a so-called divine possession that she will attempt. One day... Matoi and Yuma walk from the school to the shrine as usual, but when they arrive, they are greeted by the shrine's now-damaged grounds, and Yuma's parents have both collapsed from their wounds. 
Matoy's father, Shingo, a police detective, launches an investigation, and he comes upon a man who does not seem entirely sane, his only witness. When he holds down the man, Yuma begins the ritual of divine possession. Something strange then happens, not with Yuma, but with Matoy. Matoy's Sumeragi, who had only wanted a normal, peaceful life, takes the role of a god and gains the power to banish evil spirits. And a stand. <laughs> I thought she could already she could already do that. What with being a shrine maiden and all. Oh. Can't you just banish them extra hard? No. And was that was that like a a, um, a preview thing or a summary of the entire first fucking episode? Well, I could tell you, Cody. To get her precious everyday life back, Matoy must conduct exorcisms, exclamation point. Oh god, there's more. It just keeps going. <laughs> yeah, um, that sounds like... And then she can finally accept her place as Remu. <laughs> wait, wait, there's more. She has to move to the exotic country of Blurmany. No. <laughs> Japan, no. D- don't you mean the exotic uh, fucking country of Germa 69? No, Max, they no. don't have tits yet. No, that's in the dojins. Uh, it sounds like shit. I, I can't tell what what they have or if they're even people because this entire picture of that show is just a vomit of pastel colors. It really is. Like, I, I'm oh, having trouble telling what instinct. a lot of things are. Like what the fuck is like the only thing I can decipher in this image are the three girls. I think I see Paradot in the back. And, uh, what, and all it's, in the it's back. More, it's more like anime disgust from Inside Out. I, I don't know. I can't tell. I, it this is, is just ugly. Yeah, it really, really is. Is uh, that X Death in the background? You know what I it think looks this like. Anime John Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of pastel vomit, Max, what's next? Uh, Stella no Maho. The story follows Tamaki Honda, a first-year high school girl, of course, who joins a somewhat peculiar SNS boo circle that makes Dojin video games. See, they're high school girls and they're all underage, but they're into the stuff that you like. They could be your girlfriend if you pretend. That that red-haired chick looks like the red-haired chick from Unta Altaba. No. Why why is all the stuff in the background music, though? Like, there's a flying keyboard, there's notes all over. No, this is K-On! Video Games. It's probably like the soundtrack composing, because there's also like sketching and shit, and a little computer. So it's like the stages of the game. I want to die. Yeah, but I don't see the cancer award. (laughs) Up next, Andrew, give us something that... I just saw something in this this, uh, summary that's going to make everybody laugh, but... Andrew, read it. (laughs) Tiger Mask W Toei Animation in the Tiger's Hole. <laughs> and 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 as I point out, the, it's it's like a tiger mask. I think it might be about the guy from Tekken. I don't know. Um, guy in a tiger mask. So we have what is essentially looks like a furry <laughs> and and happenings going on at the Tiger's Hole. <laughs> 
<laughs> in the Tiger's Hole, the behind-the-scenes organization well, of the Revived... I'll say behind-the-scenes. ...of the Revived Wrestling World. Two young wrestlers take a stand. One of those fighters has inherited the training facility and mask of a tiger that Naotao Aito left at the foot of Mount Fuji. The other fighters have been victorious at fierce competition since entering the Tiger's Hole. <laughs> and has obtained the tiger mask, the, the black tiger mask. So the black tiger is in the tiger's hole. <laughs> a tiger mask that walks down the path of light and a tiger mask that walks down the path of shadow. Neither of them have ever seen each other's face in the ring. The two are fated rivals, but their goals are the same. Crush the tiger's hole. No! <laughs> okay, seriously, what's that intention? Fuck you. <laughs> It was one thing to have all the other shit we could make jokes of, but you literally just ended it with their goal is to cr- You have two tigers wrestling with the goal to crush the tiger's hole. Ah, congratulations on doing the impossible and making wrestling even more homoerotic. Shut up, Toei Animation. You shut your whore mouths and go make more Dragon Ball Super. Tiger, tiger, crush the tiger. <laughs> Tiger Mask W. Come get me! <coughs> oh, uh, well, fucking can't top that. I'm not even gonna try to pile on more jokes. Just move on. Leanne, look, it's more shit. <laughs> it's more. The girl's gonna read this one shit. Well, it's Time Boken 24. This is obviously a little kid's thing. But yeah. It's like bright colors and a girl in a Jetson's dress. Uh, the anime centers on Tokyo. I guess that's how you would say that. A junior high student living in the present time who suddenly made a member of the 24th Century Space-Time Administration Bureau. Um, apparently they are really, really hard up for people. Yeah, really shit. Immediately, mm-hmm. he learns that the history he has learned in the textbooks is wrong, and there's a more interesting version of history where the peerless beauty Cleopatra is actually the comic duo of Cleo and Patra. Momotaro is more of an ogre than actual ogres. And only and- two examples. Together with his teammate Karen, they use a 24 Boken Mecca to search for the true history. And, of course, the reptilians are putting shadow people in the water. <laughs> this seems like Alex Jones made an anime for kids. I mean, that, where, where, does, where does the Bilderberg group fit into all of this? Well, they probably control the evil mecha, and obviously those swirls behind that girl are uh, the chemtrails. Yes. This is insane. This is they, they he he will only be able powered. to beat them after he finally retrieves his father's I'm excellent cap. <laughs> the Bilderberg group has the evil mecha that's powered by gay frogs. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the whole thing was orchestrated by Pepe. He's the leader of the Bilderberg group. Well, you know, this cartoon frog is more sinister than you think. <laughs> <laughs> Symbol of white supremacy, you guys. <laughs> the best thing about that was that was the result of a journalist getting trolled by two high school kids. The, I encourage everyone to look up that story. It was the funniest shit in the world. Some journalist looking to 
looking to reaffirm their bias uh, was asking about Pepe the Frog and two fucking like teenage boys on Twitter. I think they're teenage boys. They made some remark about being teenage. Um, like convinced them they were um, they were prominent members of the white supremacist movement. She just believed them. And they literally said in the interview they fed her the most ridiculous shit they could think of to see if she'd print it. And she even printed stuff they didn't think she'd use. It's like, no, that's too much. She's not going to go with that. And she went with it. It's the greatest thing I've ever read. Um, so moving on from uh, Alex Jones' The Animated Series. Uh, Max, why don't you read this boxo nothing Oh, Summer Wars. It really looks like it shit. Token Ranbu Hanamaru. The year is two thousand. The year is 2205. The quote-unquote historical revisionists have begun attacks on the past and the plot and their plotted change history. Is this tied to the last show? That's happening yeah. right now. Is, is, is this Dragon Ball Xenoverse? <laughs> the Saniwa, who have been charged with protecting history, can imbue life into objects. What? Strongest among them are the token Danshi. The story centers around their cheerful lives. So it's a bunch of people... All of them have gold experience as their stand, and they just basically reenact the plot of Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Can't tell if that sounds awesome or retarded. But this doesn't look cool, so probably retarded. Alright, so, Andrew, what's next? Trickster. Edogovo Rampo Shonen Tante Don Yori. This title's too long. Gesundheit. It is the 2030s. The Boy Detectives Club gathers under Kogoro Akechi, the mysterious detective. The group solves cases great and small using their unique skills. One day, a member of the club, Kinsuke Hanazaki, meets the boy Yoshio Kobayashi. Kobayashi's body cannot die to the effects of the unidentifiable mist, but he yearns for death and shirks from contact with other people. Taking an interest in him, Hanazaki invites him to join the Boy Detectives Club. Their meeting is connected to the fate tying together Kogoro Akechi and the era's greatest villain, the Fiend with 20 Faces. Only not, 20, though. That does not sound like a bad premise at all. I would think this sounds like it's going to be really cool, but there's one thing that worries me. Look at that godforsaken art style. Yep. That is not a promising art style. I, mean, I know, I'd, be, I'd, I'd be up for Immortal Detective Adventures. Yeah, I guarantee that emo boy right there is the undying kid. Uh, this, yeah, white-haired dude. This sounds like it has a really cool premise. I am all for this. The art style looks like shit. Um, I guess it's up in the air. It could go either way. It, it's got a dynamite premise. Not, not a damn thing wrong with that premise. I mean, the unidentifiable mist... Given him immortality, he's a little eh. I'm sure, though, that'll be like a plot point or the, the un, what the unidentifiable mist is will be a mystery in the show, but... Eh, and that sounds sounds dandy. Sounds space dandy. And that's a stupid joke, I'm sorry. Her. But yeah, sounds good. I mean, our style looks like shit. Um, but it doesn't look like enough shit where I'm like, ah, never mind. Like, it's kind. it looks kind of... um. Like, two steps away. Like, it looks like Yaoi bait in that kind of art style. But there are girls. Um, well, there are kind of... The two are kind of wistfully staring into the ether in the trailer. Mm. Uh, it does, it, it like... It has kind of a Yaoi bait art style. 
but it's not like they don't have dot noses. Like I, can, they have they don't have like full noses, but I can see their noses from here. Good sign. Um, they're not to, it's not total moe with the girls, any any of that shit. So it's yeah, at least there are no Dorito faces. Yes, and there's no yet. Dorito faces. And and the guys in the bottom right look like full adults. As just the guy up there, even though he looks like he's trying to, you know, they're obviously trying to get the girls on board with this. Um, look at the dreamboats and and young men we can pretend are fucking each other, all that kind of stuff. So, while um, there are some dark clouds, all in all, this looks promising. This looks like it could be good. I hope it's good. So uh, there's a there's it's a, a maybe. There's a yeah thumb. I'll give it a thumbs up, but not a not a confident thumbs up. An optimistic thumbs up. A thumbs up with an asterisk. Excellent premise, if nothing else. Me. So, uh, let's go to, uh, next one. We, again, Taylor made for the girl to read it. Now we have a uh, cute small child and looks like a family. I feel so sexist for making you number three, Leanne. It's okay. As a woman, I deserve to be last. <laughs> I stay in my place. <laughs> Or Cody, can't you count? She should have been number zero. No, because that's how the order goes in the drama six six. <laughs> well, I keep thinking with like the numbering is it's not worth naming your kids with numbers unless you can put them in line and spell it like boobs. Eight zero zero eight five. Get in here. I have a really good joke. <laughs> I have been waiting 20 years for this. <laughs> uh, this is, um, Udon no Kuni no Kiniro Kemari. I had to try. Nice attempt. Uh, Soto uh, Tawara is a web designer working in Tokyo. When he visits his family's Udon place in his hometown, Kawaja Prefecture, he discovers a young boy. Upon confronting the boy, Sota soon learns his secret and decides to quit his job in order to take care of the boy. That seems Coco. counterproductive. Yeah. Quitting your job to take care of a child? I, I, I think you might have gotten some wires crossed. <laughs> Taking care of your job as a web design, or quitting your job as a web designer, that's a very online, portable job. Yeah, I think he. I think our main character here might be functionally retarded. He also doesn't know how to spell this kid's name because in the summary it changes spelling. Yeah, from I think that kid might have giganticism of the head or something. And I was just talking about that uh, disease today. It's like with um, oh my god, cherubism. Because uh, I was like, there's a prominent B movie actor Robert Zadar, and I was wondering what's up with his uh, legendary huge face. Like enormous chin. dude has an enormous chin. He's known for it, and how he you know he made him look more intimidating was how he got a lot of his roles. And I was like, I wonder what is is that just a thing? Can you get a face like that? And I was like, No, he has cherubism, uh, but it's like a mild form because apparently uh, I was looking up decided to look up cherubism. Apparently, it's fucking horrific. Do not Google image search cherubism. See, it's because cherub, because it like, gives you big cheek area, like inflames the cheek and jaw area. So it's like, you know, cherubs had big puffy cheeks. Uh, whoever thought that was a, um, 
a way to name this disease is insane and is sick in the head, has a twisted sense of humor. Because you look up images of people with cherubism and it's horrifying. There is a boy, he's like six years old, he got such advanced cherubism that like within months, I mean, there are four photos of him and it looks like his head is imploding. His eyes are literally bugging out by the end of it. It's, uh, it's it, it doesn't look like it should be real, but it's absolutely real. I know people are going to do it, but I'm, I'm telling you now, don't Google image search cherubism. Don't do it. I don't know okay, how Robert's doing it because I'm that predictable. But there are all these horrible images and X-rays, and then I get like a, a porn screenshot of a girl sucking dick, and I don't know where that came from because, aside from the dick in her mouth, she looks perfectly normal. I, I, I don't know how Robert Zadar. I guess either he had some kind of surgery or lucked out because he got. The, the optimal form of cherubism where it just gave him, like, a fucking uh, anime jaw. Like, he got – or, like, fucking uh, Bruce Wayne, Batman the Animated Series. Like, that lantern jaw that you can't get in real life, he got it thanks to cherubism. But everyone else in the world with cherubism is a horror show. Holy shit. Even just looking at their skulls is scary looking. Jesus. So – if that boy's got cherubism, this anime's going to take a turn. It's going to take a berserkian turn. Well, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> the daily adventures of the two slowly unfold as Poco with a C energetically navigates his way through Kawawa. Kagawa, sorry. The Udon Kingdom, along with Sota. Now, it says, like, he learns his secret and quits his job, and I was like, damn, that's... That's a lot. Okay, so, so I looked up. He's a tanuki. He's this. He's a raccoon dog kid who took the form of a human. Yeah, it says fantasy. But you know what this is? It's a ripoff of sweetness and lightning. Legitimately, I thought it was sweetness and lightning. I was like, oh, again. Yeah, this is a ripoff of sweetness and lightning. They just made the kid supernatural. I mean, I guess. I, I mean, it is heartwarming single parent. Series doesn't end. The thing fuck now. is up with his face? I don't know. I, I can only see the small thumbnail, and I, I don't have the wherewithal to click it to expand it. I mean, it's well known that a lot of women really like guys interacting with kids, so that this might legitimately be a, a genre that's slowly expanding. It's possible. I mean, Yotsuba was huge, is huge, it's still going, and for good reason. Yotsuba is excellent. Um, Sweetness and Lightning, I haven't had a chance to sit down and actually uh, really spend time with it, but seems good. So maybe this is it. And you know what? The, the two that we have are good. If they st- keep being good, as goofy as this looks and as obvious of a ripoff as it is, if they end up being good shows, okay, okay, let's have the single-parent genre. I'll take it over Harem. I'll take it over Etchy. It's the exact opposite of Harem. No woman. Yeah. Single-parent. I mean... If if they if if they produce good shows, okay, uh, fucking factory produce this shit. Just so if he's a if he's a tanuki, does that mean? Oh, no. 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 <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I hope they don't go that far with it. Well, that that's uh, kind of what tanukis are, you know. Yeah. No, tanukis became just 
raccoon dog that morphs, the balls thing just kind of fell out of uh, favor. That, that's why Mario doesn't get giant balls when he puts on the tanuki suit. <laughs> well, as far as you know, anyway. No, you, it's very visibly not there. Because he's wearing the suit. He's running around. He's, there's well, no maybe he's balls. wearing a cup. Did you ever consider that to be racist? <laughs> you couldn't carry tanuki balls in a cup. You'd need a wheelbarrow. It'd be like that one dude that had probably that... with magic. It'd be like that one South Park episode. <laughs> yeah. Or that one dude that actually had the giant balls that were like as big as he was. He had to wheelbarrow them around. Hell, even even that one Tanuki Toho has giant balls. <laughs> it's it, it, it's obviously the family friendly Tanuki. I'm I'm fine with Yotsuba being Dragon Ball and just causing a ton of copycats. Yeah, I mean, like I said. The, the second Yotsuba we got, Sweetness and Lightning, seems like it's good from everything that I've seen. I, like I said, I haven't spent time with it yet. Seems like it's 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 a winner. So if this if this starts a genre and the genre just produces good stuff, hey, anything we can do to get Japan to produce not shit, I, I will take it. If you have to start a whole new genre because these studios can only think in terms of mass-producing genres, fine. Give them a genre that gives them a formula where they will not make garbage. Whatever that you, whatever you have to do, fine. I'm for it. Let's let's do it. Oh, Single yeah. parent shows all over the place. By the way, I wasn't kidding. Either. Oh no, I'm I'm aware. I believe you. Hmm. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um. Uh, so Max, next, what's the next one? Let's see. Wow, after, the, <laughs> after the weird Tanuki kid with the deformed face thing, we have Uta no Prince Sama Maji Love Legend Star. That, that sounds like something someone would make up as a parody of Japanese English titles. It does. It kind of sounds like Let's Fighting Love. Yeah. The fourth season of Uta no Prince Sama. That's it. Well, you have to, it's, I think it's Uta no Star, Prince Sama. Whatever, nobody music nobody note. actually says yeah, those music, things. Yeah, music notes, so I guess it's Uta no Star, Prince Sama. <laughs> that's like how if you have to say the name, like, if this gets licensed, the, the people are at the fucking convention panel are going to have to say, and then we have a new title, it's called Uta no Star, Prince Sama. And uh, Crunchyroll will be streaming Uta no Star, Prince Sama, uh, starting this month. You can watch every episode of Uta No Star Prince Summer. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine when you get, like, the people presenting and, like, one is super into having everything correct in Japanese and the other is just a normal person. So it's like, and Uta No Star Prince Summer, and you just see they're glaring at them. Uh, I just hope to God Viz doesn't pick this up because that overexcitable fat chick is going to be presenting it. And she'll probably will break out in the song every time she says the title just because of the music note. I'll kill her. <laughs> Cody, you're going to have to hold me back. <laughs> Cody, well, I, don't think, I don't think you understand. I'm taking that woman down. <laughs> you hate her so much and I love it. She is so annoying. She has a minimal ability to present. And, and she doesn't have, like... She obviously wasn't hired to pander to nerds visually, so she doesn't even have the excuse that she didn't go up the ranks. 
based on a video I saw with her in it, I think she talks like that all the time. I, I, I'm going to kill her, Cody. I don't think you understand. You have to hold me back. <laughs> Are you kidding? I'll let you go and then masturbate to it. Man, why'd you have to make it weird? <laughs> that's why I choke a bitch. Because I know. That's why I'm going to masturbate to it. <laughs> I don't think you understand. Uh, Shit, God, though. She is just the most irritating presenter. If we could just never have her and never have Crunchyroll, like, cut down Funimation's irritability in half and just have Discotech. Well, the Crunchyroll panel yeah. was fine. It was just that guy. Yeah, it was like... Just pube beard. No, like, Funimation, though, they have, like, annoying, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, Trailers and stuff. Because they're cool and they have an actual budget. Yeah, but the trailers are fine. If anything, Funimation tends to be better, uh, pretty good at trailers. Um, it's it's their presenters, especially since the dude that that works for Crunchyroll now left, because he was there when I first started going to Funimation panels. I remember when I told you for you guys started going to Funimation panels. Those were the good panels. That's when he was there, and then he left to go work at Crunchyroll. And he was the dude at Crunchyroll that you said is like a regular, like, skilled presenter. That's him. Yeah. He used to be for Funimation, then he moved to Crunchyroll. And now Funimation and Crunchyroll are together. I'll say it again. Uh, uh, anime, a, a lot of anime places don't seem to realize that presenting is a skill. It's a skill that needs to be, develop, be developed. It's not something everyone's immediately good at. And, you know, presenting even to a small group is got to be way different than presenting to a very large convention. Just fucking send the people who can actually present. Discotech got it. That's why they send one of the dudes. He he said he's the one who knows how to present. That was his job before he went to Discotech. He knows how to do PowerPoints and presentations. And this podcast brought to you by Leanne's Little Ringtones. So, yeah. Presenters. All right, Andrew. Re- oh, this one, this next one was made for me. A vivid strike with no description. <laughs> well, it's Maho Shoujo, which, if you're not a faggot, you might know as Magical Girl. But now, places like Anachart list that as Maho Shoujo. Actually, let's let's see what the studio did. Because I want to slit a- my wrists. Seven arcs. All right, so they made a whole lot of um, Maho Shoujo Lyrical Nanoha. They made Trinity Seven, Dog Days. Oh, God. Seki Ray. Oh, no. Seki Ray. Don't give him any ideas, Max. Those yeah, yeah I think I'm not going to like this. So, th- so this 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 studio basically specializes in in producing AIDS. That's what I'm what I'm getting here. They made something called White Album, but that doesn't look like the Beatles at all. <laughs> Nor does it look like that stand from Part Five, which is m- a much Jesus better White Christ, Album. I can't I can't see that Udon Tanuki kid anymore without thinking he has cherubism. <laughs> This is really what his face looks like in that poster. Uh, I guess that's what he has as a substitute for the giant balls. They went into his head. 
You know, you joke, but some of those kids, the, the pictures I saw of people with cherubism, they did look like they had giant fucking tanuki balls inside their skull. Oh, God. The, the really disturbing thing is the picture on Wikipedia where you see the what the skull looks like. That's what I said, yeah. And you want to see something really disturbing? Look at that ki- the picture of the kid whose head is imploding. The four photos. Oh, that's going to haunt me. You know, something really disgusting. Look at this next show. <laughs> oh, boy. And, of course, we've got Leanne reading it. I swear to God I didn't plan this. Watashi ga motete dosunda. Uh, by Brain Space, based on a manga. Um, Kai Serinuma is what you call a Fujoshi. When she sees boys getting along with each other, she loves to indulge in wild fantasies. One day, her favorite anime character dies, and the shock causes her to lose a ton of weight. Then, four hot guys at school ask her out, but that isn't exciting to her at all. She'd rather see them date each other. Okay, I'm going to say this. If this there is one way this show could go that would make it amazing, and it would have to be the Watamode route. If this went the Watamode route and made fun of uh, Yaoi fangirls, it could be funny. It probably it won't, won't, though. Yeah. And- you can tell by the art style, it's not going to. Also, like as, as a quick side note, like even if we accept like the absolutely ludicrous idea of sudden magical weight loss or the shock, shock that your favorite anime character is dead, like people who are like this, even if they were to lose all that weight, like through su- magic suddenly, they would still not be attractive. No, they usually have thumb faces and. Weak chins. That, their personality is still the same. In other words, you know, repellent. And they're typically, you know, well, dirty. Or yeah. filthy should probably be the better word. We got that sheen to him. Yeah. I ain't talking about Charlie Sheen. I'm not funny. Alright. Speaking of not funny... And I'm not saying you're not funny, Max. I'm saying this isn't funny. <laughs> Speaking of not funny, Max, why don't you read the next one? www.working, double exclamation mark. Daisuke Higashida gets a job at the restaurant because of family financial difficulties, but no one who works there is normal. This is working slash Wagnaria, I think, which is which Dean reviewed for a site, and he gave it a positive review. I've never been able to get into the series myself. It's it's basically like, okay, you know what? How the office is supposed to be quirky goings on in an office. This is basically the restaurant. That's oh it. man, the two phrases I hate the most is hard work and working hard. Fuck, I forgot. Like wind, whatever. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's basically what this is. And uh, Andrew. Oh dear. Well, we're. We're closing this on a doozy. Yuri, triple exclamation mark, on ICE, all capital letters. The show's story revolves around Yuri Katsuki, who carried all of Japan's hopes on his shoulders to win at the Grand Prix finale ice skating competition. Yay! But suffered a crushing defeat. He returns home to Kyushu 
and Hef feels like he wants to retire, and Hef feels like he wants to continue ice skating. With those mixed feelings swirling inside him, he confines himself inside his parents' house. Suddenly, the five-time consecutive world championship ice skater Victor Nikiforov appears before him, and along with him is Yuri Plisetsky, a young Russian figure skater who is already defeating his seniors. Victor and both Yuris take up the challenge on an unprecedented Grand Prix series. That is not what I expected when I saw the title Yuri on Ice. I thought it was going to be like Disney on Ice, but with lesbians. I'm, I'm still holding out for Hitler on Ice. <laughs> you know what's weird? We keep getting all these sports anime that's that's trying to dip into, like, obscure sports. Like, now we have ice skating, we have figure skating, or whatever. I think you mean sports nobody cares about. That's the thing, like... Look, here's an idea. Do what we talked about the last episode. Innovate the sport genre. But it feels like they can't, so they're just looking for new sports. Mm-hmm. We can't think of any... any, any how do, how, do we, uh, how do we spice up this uh, sports genre? Well, why don't you uh, take a sport and uh, maybe try a new concept or idea with it. And, you know, try to, try to um, maybe change characters up instead of the same, uh, same usual stereotype. Let's just do a new sport! It's, it's way easier! Fuck you, buddy. Look, you can even see. Look, see the guy in the middle? He's th- He's got messy hair. He's the brash one. And to the right, the guy with Sanji's... Okay, the the other guy with Sanji's hair that doesn't... That isn't double blonde. Sanji. Oh, yeah, we got double Sanji, and I'm sure the one on the right is the, the rival who is the technical one. I hate sports anime. I like the JoJo pose one guy got going on in the background. Yeah, really, shit. Alright, so we still got some time, so let's keep going. We'll skip the, the summer leftovers. We'll kind of blow through the TV shorts. Um, we got this 3-den D-Gumi glass no common, which is super deformed pastel shit. Amero Coca, I'm pretty sure we actually talked about that. Um, girls smiling in zero gravity, it's going to be shit. Oh, 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 I just saw the thumbnail for, uh, well, we'll get to it. Yeah, um, this, uh, Ao Oni, the animation. Who remembers Ao Oni? I do, unfortunately. Who remembers? Any old member? Nope. Ow. Fucking stupid. Ao Oni was a survival horror game made in RPG Maker. Notable notable for being uh, that game that uh, PewDiePie played that when Retsupray did that video chastising PewDiePie, which, to its credit, um, was sort of the thing that kind of got PewDiePie to get some of his act together. Um, The it's raping time thing with him running away from this blue deformed thing. Uh, kind of a well-known freeware game. It's, it's shit. Just putting that out there now. It's just total. So shit. this is so this is a Studio Dean anime based on a horror game. Yeah, but it's a it's a comedy. See, it's, it's a television series will be a comedic take on the original story with the familiar characters drawn to super form art style. It's also worth knowing that uh, Aoni uses mostly uh, default RPG Maker assets for like backgrounds and shit. It's uh, it's really bad. It's really fucking bad. I, I do think it's funny though that they're making an animated series of it, but they're making it as a gag series. 
that is mildly amusing. Skipping ahead, Bernard Joe Iwaku. It's a gag series. It doesn't look funny and looks everybody looks cutesy and look like they're eight years old, but I'm sure they're in high school. Okay, um, but Bernard Joe Iwaku sounds like a guy's name. Like that's a guy that I would have as a customer at work. Yeah, that's your name, uh, Bernard Joe Iwaku. Here, here's my you know car. You know, it's my email. So sounds like normal dude. Yeah, and we have. Bishojo Unit Crane Game Girls. I guess it's girls that p- play claw machine game. I don't know. It's stupid. <sighs> um, cheating craft. <laughs> Cody, don't watch this one. I don't want you watching this either. So, uh, um, let's see. Uh, Max, you read this one. <sighs> University exams are one of the most influential factors in one's early life. Depending on the results, a fantastic, high-class, honorable life may await you. Or, on the other end of the spectrum, you may be left only leftovers. In this type of battlefield atmosphere, students are always doing their best to evolve and survive. Learning types are students who have studied hard their whole lives and legitimately memorized everything they've studied, while cheating types are those who, as the name suggests, only manage to climb the educational ladder by cheating. Though sometimes they must cooperate with each other, there's great rivalry between the two types. How will the hero Mumei, a C-type, followed by the heroine Koi, an L-type, struggle into those tests? Now a new battle, one beyond imagination, is about to begin. Is this a fucking anime about cheating on your test? Yeah. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. No, that's Ariana. <laughs> okay, but like, the cheating types, as the name suggests cheat. You know, it's very subtle. Uh, maybe Oda named them. It was a little, a little difficult to pick up on initially. Well, now we know what C-type stands for. I thought it was like C-word. Uh, next, next, though, we have a highlight of the season that's not sarcastic. Um, I, I thought when I saw this, because if anyone that's following along with us saw this thumbnail and thought, what the fuck? Because it is Dorito face bad touch senpai. Like, it literally <laughs> looks like that. So I was like, oh my god, has anime finally just gone to shit? And then someone pointed out on Twitter, I believe it was, uh, one of, it's one of our, um, regular, one of our, um, more devoted fans, and I wish I could remember which one. I apologize, guy. I do. I apologize. I couldn't remember which one of you was. I, I'm not even joking. I legitimately feel bad that I couldn't. Um, pointed out that, that, no, this is based on a parody visual novel that, just based on the pictures that he showed, looks fucking hilarious. It involves one guy murdering someone with his pointy yaoi chin that is five times <laughs> the length of a normal chin. And then another scene of him just sitting there thinking with the man's blood on his enormous chin, <laughs> getting the blood all over his shirt. The, the guy in the lower left looks like shitty Akagi. Yeah. Um, every, this, the, the, this is probably going to be one of the most watched shows this season. Yeah, this looks amazing. Um, it's called Gaku and Handsome, and I'm going to read this because I'm a greedy bitch. And because I love it so. Baramon, Baramon High School, which has to be a joke on Bara a private boys' school for the prefecture's most elite. 
The protagonist is transferred into the school and meets various major players on the campus, such as the outlaw teacher, the soccer captain, and a childhood friend whom the protagonist's friend... Oh, I'm sorry, the, I'm, I'm blind. Childhood friend whom the protagonist has not seen in seven years. The school presents opportunities for friendship, love, and conflict. The tagline of the game is, Whenever the, you... Ex- Whenever you exited the school gates, you were handsome. These boys do not look handsome. <laughs> they look like shit. Which is the joke. This just, it looks amazing. You have to see this picture. You have to see this image. You have to see the images from the original video game. Um, watch this shit. This is not just getting a thumbs up. This is getting, hey, asshole, go watch this shit when it comes out. It starts in 16 days. This is going to be hysterical. If this sucks, I'm going to be stunned. Just based on what I saw. Those images were funny. They could just make shorts based on those images, and I will laugh hysterically. This is going to rule so hard. It's basically making fun of shitty-drawn, boy-obsessed shoujo in the best way, and yaoi, in the best way. It is an anime anime series of Dorito Face Bad Touch Senpai. It's going to be like that Fujoshi show, but good. Yes. Watch this shit so fucking hard. Um, next we... is Okay, the one that's up next is called Hagane Orchestra, and the, the picture leads me to believe it's like another one of those shows about a group of pastel girls and like a group, but this one's construction equipment. <laughs> like, like a fucking um, middle school construction worker girls club. That's what this looks like. It looks like they're at a fucking dig site, a construction site. So it's like they're going to have to learn, these cutesy little anime girls are going to have to learn how to operate a forklift and wolf whistle at women. That's not what it's going to be about, so that's why it's going to suck. I don't know, a show about moe girls toiling in the mines would be original at least. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to find pictures of this uh, smartphone game, but... All I could find was a bunch of pictures of the anime and a picture of Gintama. For Gaku and Handsome? Which is, I guess, fitting. No, for Hagane Orchestra. Oh. Because it does say it's based on a smartphone game. Fucking Gintama. Uh, It fits, though, like Birds of a Feather and all that. (laughs) Um, Next we have some shit with yokais and people in in traditional Japanese robes. There's like a million of these shows. Comedy, romance, slice of life, suck my dick. Um... Something specially made for Leanne. They're making a new anime of Cheese, Sweet Home, but now it's 3D CG. Um, so that's that's Leanne. There, first they gave you Banania. You got Banana Cats. Now you got Kawaii Cat Cat Cat. cat, cat. You got Kawaii Cat. Oh, don't worry. Cute Cat is is in the in cats. They're all cute. I love cats. You're just rolling in cats right now. So. In the inside of its ear looks weird. Yeah, it's a weird art style with that. I think it's supposed to represent like the hair in cats' ears. Yeah, there you go. You, you got. It looks like some sort of disturbing, fleshy growth. <laughs> um, there you go. You got you got more cute cats. So I I, I expect um, many broken glass in your home in the foreseeable future. This man. It's in my nature. Can't change who I am. Um, more Maho Shoujo shit. Um, 
what I think is an anime adaptation of The Annoying Orange. Uh, Mikan Seijin Arawaru. Orange Alien. Comes from an orange planet on a higher dimension. Okay. Whatever. We're going to invade Earth. Oh, that looks like something from WarriorWare. It really does. Uh, Plans of invading the Earth, so it's Sergeant Frog with oranges, I guess. Um, want some chick with boobs and a rabbit out, pulling a rabbit out of her hat. Hey, Rocky, stop staring at my boobs and watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Um, next is Beeps a... Beeps don't work like that. They're a required reminder. <laughs> Maybe um, it's painted on. Uh, we have a decidedly not cute cat. Um, Diane the cat. I don't know what this is, but it, it's horrifying looking. Um, next we have what looks like Vanellope from Wreck-It Ralph as a samurai. Oh, it's more Nobunaga. <laughs> it never ends! It's, wait, let me see. The gag manga centers on a young female ninja named Chidori, whose dream it is to help the warring states era warlord Ogun Nobunaga achieve his goal. So it's... Vanellope Von Schweetz as a ninja working for Oda Nobunaga. Like, seriously, she looks exactly like fucking Vanellope from Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> like, a fucking carbon copy. Holy shit. Um, looks like shit. Uh, next is Nyanbo. More cats for you, <laughs> A cat version of Danbo, cardboard robot character from Yotsuba. <laughs> Stars in his own television anime, so it's a Yotsuba spinoff about Cardboard Cat. <laughs> there you go, Leanne. Oh. You're set for life. <laughs> you have Banana Cat, Cat Cat, and Cardboard Cat. <laughs> You're going to become the crazy cat lady of Anime Outsiders. I already am. <laughs> Max is allergic and Andrew has drafts, so. <laughs> Someone for cats. Aren't that many other options? Following that, we have uh, high school girls with giant breasts and school clubs. Fuck that noise. It's comedy etchy, so it will be not funny. Uh, they're making an anime of Parappa the Rapper. How many years later? Uh, I think you missed the boat on that. It would have been timely ten years ago. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a second. You know, the, the, the description of this comedy show is, is something. It says here, like, some bitch was running student to, for to become student body president, but then suddenly a beautiful girl comes by and she promises the liberaliza- liberalization of love while flinging condoms into the audience. And so the main character ends up losing to her and becomes the vice president. And then she says she's going to become his wife because their parents made an agreement when they were three. What? Okay, but all of the characters in that picture are girls. I guess the main character is so fucking unimportant that he doesn't even merit being on the cover. 
Actually, it would be kind of funny if they didn't include him in in any scene at all and did everything like I don't know as like POV shots or whatever, because that would pretty much be the ultimate incarnation of these sorts of harem animes where you most of the time you see the main character only as a guy who has a constant shadow in his face. Uh, looks like shit. And um, I gotta get this obligatory but joke out of the way. I'll say student body. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, Lame. So we got Private the Rapper. We got something that looks like ink paintings. I don't give a fuck. Oh, the anime is some Sengoku Choju Giga. The anime we use is some traditional Japanese ink painting motif. Oh, whatever. And it depicts the warlords as animals. Anime, I don't care. Boring. I don't care. Um, Soul Buster. Looks like shit. Uh, TQ8. Um, there is a, there is a name for art style that's like everything's really round and cutesy. I forget. Kind of looks like the same art style they used in Milky Homes. Yeah, and K-On. It's the same, it's that kind of art style. So that everything's round, everything's cutesy. I forget the name of it, but there's a name. Uh, it's that. It's that Seaman Demon. What is this next show? The next show, the, the the preview image looks fucking amazing. Andrew, Andrew, All right. read this to us. It's called To Be Hero! A handsome divorced and with a teen daughter living with him, our hero is a bad father who works as a toilet seat designer. One day, one day as he was in the toilet, he found, he founds himself sucked into the toilet seat, and he is given the important task to save the planet. The price for being a superhero is quite huge. This good-looking guy is transformed into an ugly dude with superpowers to protect the Earth, and his daughter, man, his fight is about to begin. Alright, this also looks amazing. So he's a toilet seat designer <laughs> who gets sucked into a toilet world and made a superhero. And when he uses his superpowers, he becomes ugly. And the, the preview image has him wearing his uh, boxer shorts over his clothes. No, I think he's just wearing boxer shorts. He's wearing, oh. bo- he's wearing boxer shorts... Um, kitchen gloves. Uh, okay, it looks like kit- he was wearing pink leggings or something. No, that's his legs. Uh, yeah. you, you could see what's supposed to be like hairy legs, kind of a little bit. Um, well, that's even better. So, so he's basically got like the spandex parts, but like as actual like fucking boxers and kitchen gloves. And he's got a cape <laughs> and also a towel like around his shoulders, and he's fat as shit with big lips. And lightning coming out of his eyes. Yeah. This looks fan-fucking-tastic. And it's original. It's not based on anything. This looks fantastic. Um, I didn't know toilets need to be designed. They do now, motherfucker. Um, That's what makes him a hero. <laughs> uh, and it's a short, so you can get... It's going to be 12 episodes. Starts... Uh, Wednesday, October 5th. This looks fan-fucking-tastic. I'm hyped. I'm fucking hyped. Uh, so we found another good one. We're finding some We're finding some secret gems here. And I didn't expect... I thought we got all the good shit out of the way last episode. I thought we were going to get saddled with a bunch of crap. Turns out there was some gold left to find. We didn't pan at all out of this river. It looks fantastic. To be hero. Watch for that. It's going to be great. Even the, even the art looks nice. It's going to be great. 
Um, next we have more cute cats for Leanne. Um, Mew. We have Toga Party. Okay, <laughs> but that legitimately looks like it's drawn from somebody on Tumblr. It looks more like it's drawn like, like this a... does not look like an anime. It looks Tumblr as fuck. No, I don't think it looks Tumblr. I think it looks more like something that's like a kid's book that they'd make it, they'd adapt into a cartoon that would play on Nick Jr. Where everything would be colored, it looked like it's colored in, in colored pencil. And narrated by a British guy. Toga Boy found out that it was important to share with his friends. And that's what it looks like. Um, now we're on movies. First is Chain Chronicle movie. The first movie of the Chain Chronicle series. Any of y'all heard of Chain Chronicle? No. Me well, either. I'm a big fan of Link series, so this might be up my alley. Um, I get it. You test my love. Uh, next we have three movies for Cyborg 009. I'd be excited if I liked Cyborg 009 at all. Um, we have a 3D animated Gantz movie. God damn it. So, there you go. You got your Gantz in 3D. Etchy and horror. Yes. Excellent. It's, it's, it looks like it's like Final Fantasy type 3D CG. Um... Kagero Days. I don't know what the fuck this is. Um, can Cole? Shit. No. Oh yeah, Can't I Collect? No. <laughs> it's just a movie. We should make Andrew watch it. It's just a movie. Yes. You can just see two hours of that. <laughs> I the... will. You will what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't, don't don't you want to see like more ships? Uh, I am. That is the one thing. That that's like my Pocono Pico. I'm not watching that shit. Uganda, <laughs> <laughs> don't you give us any ship? Just watch this. Ah. <laughs> uh. You would have to pay me. <laughs> don't and, watch and what you say because you say that and then our, we're going to get like a flood of patrons and we're going to get to the point where we can start paying our uh, staff and say well guess what nigga now I'm paying you and by the way paying me in bad video games doesn't count <laughs> someone's going to give you like a bunch of money in your steam wallet and they go review the can cold movie <laughs> there's just going to be a fat wad of cash in my uh, mailbox <laughs> Okay. With a note attached to it, watch Contact Collection. Alright, but Ken Cole is in 69 days, and that's funny. Masturbate to your favorite warship, because Japan's fucked up in the head. We all know the best one is the American one, anyway. Um, the best one's always the American one. Because they got the big American titties. Uh, Actually, no way. I, I forgot the best one is the German one. <laughs> of course, Bismarck. Yeah. That that is that is the weirdest part of it because a lot of these ships are named after real people. So you have Big Titty Bismarck as one of the characters. <laughs> um, next, we have something that looks profoundly boring, almost Ghibli-ish. 
then we have Assassinating Some Classroom spinoff. Nobody cares. Nobody no. cares. Um, Majestic Prince movie. It's Mecca. Nobody cares. Um, Pat Labor reboot. I hear Pat Labor is good. I've not seen it. I want to. It's old school. The Halcyon days of anime back when people gave a shit. Um, and I hear it's kind of a, uh, what's called like a passion project of a bunch of prominent names at the time. So it's always kind of been on my uh, to watch list. So they're getting a reboot of Pat Labor in, in movie form. Okay. I mean, it, it kind of goes into the whole thing we have going on now where the only really quality stuff besides like one or two winners, for the most part, the quality shit that we're getting is like based on old franchises, which is kind of sad. But here we are. Um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, Monster Strike the movie doesn't even have a good poster. Just says this looks like an image that was pulled out of an RPG Maker game and scaled up, so it's blurry. Uh, next we have Pop in Q, which is not a hip hop movie. Um, it's about girls, it's fantasy, and music. Kiss my ass. Um, we have Pink Hair Girl Romance. Kiss my ass. Milky Holmes movie? Oh, kiss my ass. Um, the fuck? Zega Pain ADP? The fuck? No. What's that girl on the right doing? <laughs> she's, she's being propelled by her farts. She trained. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in there while jerking two dicks. <laughs> she trained in Wario's martial art. She is, she is, she is practicing her, her waft technique. Um, so next we have OVAs. Let's see if we can blow through these. Maybe we can. Um, we have... What the fuck is this? Comedy... Okay. Drink this premise. Okay, we have this weird thing. <laughs> looks like a mole. But, like, it looks like a... It looks like a mascot you see on the side of a Japanese food product. It says, The story centers around an elementary school teacher who is so stupid he cannot even write his own name. He does whatever he likes in his classroom. Plus, by all appearances, he is not human. Oh, that sounds funny. Are, are you laughing at? Uh-oh. Next is Baki. <laughs> <laughs> look. Wow, that face. Yeah, look at that face. Look, look, I, okay, I am just convinced that the, the guy that draws Baki cannot get anything right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks like he has... I don't know, like the Downs or something. Yeah, he, but he's like, he's... He, then he got, like, some weird human centipede mad scientist surgeon to give him an in real life kitty colon three mouth. And, and like, oh, but in real life it's, like, horrific, like, kind of a Franken-Fran uh, moral, like, the thing you want in reality would be horrific. Um... <laughs> Look, what, what do you want me to say? Baki's trash. It's shit. It's so bad that this special doesn't even have a name. It's just Baki. And it's bundled with a manga because they can't sell a Baki OVA on its own. It has to be bundled. Like, well, you're already buying Baki. You're already stupid enough to watch Baki. Here's more Baki. Here, you get to watch the tumors move. I would actually, my, I actually would pay to see that. Just to see what those fucking quote unquote humans look like in motion. Because this thing. Hello, looks... fellow humans. <laughs> you know what's funny? 
the anime um, slash manga, that, Blackjack, the one Tezuka thing. Uh, Blackjack has a companion that's a little girl, and, and the sort of secret of this little girl is that she's actually a tumor. She's a living tumor that Blackjack apparently brought to life to see if he could make a person out of a tumor, just to see if he could do it. From what I gather, that is the whole thing. Like, he wanted to say, hey, this tumor growing in this person seems to have all the parts that humans have, so I'm going to see if I can kind of assemble those pieces like a kit and make a person. And he did. Mm-hmm. And she is more human than the characters in Baki. And she is an actual tumor person. The characters... In, look, there's nothing right with Baki. If you like... It is a prerequisite. You have to be. You have to have something wrong with your head to like Baki, which explains why... What the, the, the incident with the support group that began the support group even happened. Because you have to be in some way damaged for your brain to behold Baki and think, that's a thing that's good. I will have positive reactions to the thing that I'm seeing in front of my face. I, I'm actually legitimately surprised Baki's still even a thing. Um, suck my dick. Next is Black Clover. I don't know what the fuck it is. It doesn't have any description. I'm getting tired. Um, My Hero Academia special. I am getting really tired. We record very late at night, folks. I'm about to fall asleep on this podcast. Um, Dream Festival. This looks gay as hell. They're yeah. all colors. It's like Boy Idolmaster. Well, it's going to get worse. Suck my dick. Because look what's coming up. Oh, man. You know what? Oh, my God. I'm too sleepy. And there's stuff on here that I know we're going to be talking about at length. <sighs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff on here we're going to be talking about at length. So we're going to make this a three-parter. Because I got nothing left in me. Um, we'll be back next week with more of this shit. Uh, I'm going to pass out. Does anybody have I like to think we- like everyone falls asleep and then suddenly the audience hears, you know, uh, German 69 69. No, no, no. Get away with the Sanji. It's Germa time. Ger- Sanji's got cherubism. No! <laughs> it's all the horrors come together. Alright, so anyone, anyone got anything else to add? Nope. No. Yeah. Mall of us here at the other side. I'm Cody Byer. I'm Max Vader. I'm Andrew Erickson. I'm Liam Williams. Saying, nighty night, I'm gonna go sleep. Hey guys, like what we do? Check us out over at Twitter at twitter.com slash animeoutsiders or on Facebook at, you guessed it, facebook.com slash animeoutsiders. Or if you want to help us out and help the website grow, send us a donation over at patreon.com slash animeoutsiders. Or, hey, just tell your friends. Either way, 
Thanks for listening.